You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hey, welcome everybody to Earth Oddity Podcast, your number one podcast for weird news and cool people. Uh, we want to welcome all the listeners over from the Past the Salt Live podcast. We're glad you're with us today. Uh, encourage all you guys to get into church on Sunday night, get plugged into a discipleship training program, a small group, uh, whatever your particular faith does on Sunday nights. Just don't be out watching the XFL now. Uh, my name's John Long. I'd like to welcome my co-host, Mr. Christopher Tiny Sullivan. Hello. And uh, we are here for another jam-packed show of awesomeness mm-hmm. tonight. It's a little late. I was about to say, it is currently 1 a.m. That's right. On Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> as we record this. Now, me and Tiny both will get up and be at Sunday school <laughs> yes. in the morning, right? I, I am. I'm asking for a commitment I don't know about you, you, but I am. I'll be there. Yeah, okay, I will, be too. There. Okay. All right. I'm married to the pastor's daughter. I don't That's know if true. you know this or That's not. That's true. I will not be missing church in the morning no. unless I'm dead. If I miss church, my mom calls me. So <laughs> yes. I have to be here or I have to deal with a very <laughs> awkward, hey, why is everybody okay? Is somebody <laughs> right. sick? Who died? Why are you not in church? So yeah. I, it's just easier for me to be sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. Um, Although this show may be slightly abridged for two reasons. Uh, one is late. <laughs> yeah, one is late. But also, there wasn't a ton of uh, odd news this week. Right, yeah. Now, we do have some great news. Yeah. So the content we are bringing you yeah. is pretty good. Pretty good. But just not as many. Just not as many stories this Now, week. I'll say we had a lot of stuff posted up in the Facebook group, right? We did. The Facebook group is popping off. Like, every time I yes. get on, I got a notification from the Facebook group. So there's, if you're not a member, you need to join up right now. There's enough stuff in there now that I don't see it all. Yeah, like, exactly. There's stories that make it in there that Facebook doesn't notify yeah, me right. about. I know. I'll, so, I'll just be scrolling regularly. I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't even get a notification for that one. Or sometimes I'll post a comment and I was like, oh, this was a day before yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> right. So anyways, thanks to everybody in the Facebook group. It's having a lot of fun in there and you're keeping me from seeing as much political stuff. So that's awesome. That's always a plus. Yeah. And if you're not, you know, if you're on Facebook and you're not a member of our group, I would encourage you to join because mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome, you know? Yeah. And we got a good group of people, good community. Now you people. may think that it's a little bit elitist because there are some questions you have to answer. Yeah. Spoiler alert, you don't really have to answer yeah, those questions. Right. We approve anybody yeah, well, that I has to join. If I see somebody's <laughs> needs approval, I will just go ahead and approve them. A now, pro tip, too, you can invite your friends mm-hmm. to the group, you know. So if you're a member of our group, just go down there and invite all your friends. I'll approve them all. Let them figure it out. Let <laughs> yes. God sort them out, right? <laughs> right. You know. Now, we haven't got any uh, Russian spies yet. Yeah. 
So yeah. maybe at some point that'll be a problem. Right. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. But yeah. so far, we've just got a lot of people who love odd news. Right. They love to read odd news. They love to share odd news. And then my favorite, they love to make hilarious comments. Oh, yeah. On said stories that yeah. get posted in there. Right. So. And a lot of pizza, pineapple on pizza <laughs> yes. debate goes on. <laughs> and I just want to go old school earth oddity. I can't remember the lady's name who posted what she thought was UFO pictures in oh, her group yes. back in like the very beginning. Was it when Sadie? Nobody say, man, no, it wasn't Sadie. It wasn't Sadie. No, it was like a lady from Moundville or something. Yeah, you I know? remember, but I, I was trying to think. I, I think her name was like Carol or something. Okay. But yeah, I just wonder what happened to her. I don't you know? know how she found her way in our group. I don't, I don't think she listened to our show. I don't think anybody was listening to our show then, <laughs> you know? But she was posting UFO pictures that she was taking on her back porch. It may or may not have been a street light. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yes. Okay, maybe not quite as credible as Commander Fravor (laughs) who filmed the Tic Tac in 2004. Well, what I'm going to do one day when I have some free time is I'm going to scroll all the way back and find her (laughs) post. And I'll screenshot it all and, like, repost it or something. I don't want to, like... Get on a radar or anything by commenting on it or anything. You know, you don't like want to call year. her through Facebook, yeah, right. <laughs> Facebook Messenger. App. Like two years later, I don't want to get on a radar, but I'll screenshot it and right. post it for everybody to see. But anyways, we got a, st- a show to do. Yeah. Enough it's- about the Facebook group. <laughs> Just come and join it. It's fun. As far as excellent content goes, what yeah. do you have this week? Oh, I got. I, well, McDonald's are fixing their shake machines. Lies. That's huge news. I don't believe that. That is huge news. Got that one. Got another one about a guy living in the rafters of a grocery store. Okay. I got one that's a little too hot to preview. <laughs> okay. I got you. All right. What about you? Okay. We have uh, cowboys talking on cell phones okay. in Australia on horses. All right. We have a guy upset that he can't have his emotional support, Donald Trump cardboard cutout (laughs) but i wanted to start with this one this one hits me personally all right you not so much but me definitely in the state of alabama there is a proposed bill that would require men to get a vasectomy oh okay well i've been to walmart before i don't know that i'm totally (laughs) against this you know well, I'm against this because that would mean me. I would have to get a vasectomy. Sure, right, yeah. That's right, Tiny. And the world, I, I mean, you never know when you're going to need some more tiny DNA <laughs> well, in the breeding population, right? You're done having kids, right? Well, I, I think so now, but I don't know. Maybe maybe later on, As I'm like a super hot widower. Okay. <laughs> And, and I made some pretty young thing that wants to bear me more children. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's hear it. I want to hear about the bill. Okay. A proposed bill in the Alabama legislature would require all men, according to this article, all men, no exceptions, <laughs> in the state to get a vasectomy within one month of their 50th birthday Ooh. or the birth of their third biological child, whichever right. comes first. So, hey, you know what? If you're Mormon and you want to have six kids, sorry. Yeah. Too bad. Or if you're Baptist, some, some Baptists <laughs> will put out a bunch of kids, roll yeah. up to church in one of them white vans with all their kids. 
HB 238 was proposed by Representative Rolanda Hollis Thursday. The proposal also states the procedure will be done at the man's own expense. Okay. So not only are they going to cut you nuts, they're going to make you pay for it, too. I might get into business. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a good question. I wonder what lobbyist groups buy this bill. I don't know. But, you know, like, you could castrate a cow or a pig or a hog or whatever. Right. You, you got to go to school to do that, you know? Yeah. So... What's the difference here? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, right. I don't guess. All right. I mean, just saying, come on down to the farm. Uh, the bill simply states that under existing law, there are no restrictions on the reproductive rights of men. Okay. Can't argue that, really. Yeah, because this isn't China. <laughs> anyway, the bill is currently in committee at this time. If it is passed, the bill would go into effect the third month since its approval. Uh, and that's the end of the article. Okay. Let's say this does pass. Yeah. How are they going to enforce this? <laughs> I don't know. But, okay, I I know what the lady's doing, right? Yeah. You know, like, we passed the really, like, most comprehensive and restrictive anti-abortion bill mm-hmm. ever. And she's coming back with this to be like, hey, got you guys. This is how it feels when you start having people telling you what you can and can't do with your own body. Right. right? This is her whole point in the whole thing. Well, she didn't make that point at least, uh, at least not yet. Maybe yeah. she's made it in other articles. Well, I mean, I'm not... Let's not be naive here. That's exactly <laughs> what's happening. Okay? Yeah. But as a a vasectomy survivor myself, <laughs> you know, yeah, I wonder how, because we went over this last week in depth, that if I would have to get another one, you know? Yeah. I, I got three biological kids, <laughs> you know? Yeah. One post-vasectomy. So we had a long conversation with Deidre about that, too, <laughs> after last week's show. Uh yeah, so I don't know if I would have to get another one or not, because technically I've had one done. Yeah. So, I don't know. And, and I'll be honest, you know, I'm not against getting a vasectomy, yeah. but my wife, I think I said last week her ovaries were removed. You did say That's that? That's because I'm an idiot. I thought that was like a very serious <laughs> procedure. Oh, well, she had her, got some health problems. She had her tubes removed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So She had a tubal. Point is, she no longer can't have kids. Right. I'm in a monogamous relationship. Sure. I don't know why I should have to pay to go get a vasectomy. I don't either. You see what I'm saying? But but also, she's just make, you're saying she's just making a political point here. Yeah. Well, let's okay. just think, though, of the benefits that could happen, all right? Some of these men out here in Alabama, <laughs> yeah. they're going around, they get a lot of people pregnant, right? right. I mean, just left and right. Okay. Uh huh. And uh, it drive that problem real quick. You know. <laughs> yeah. Probably be less kids on uh, government assistance. You know. And I don't mean that in any kind of racial way. I think more white people in Alabama are on government assistance than any other uh, race. So mm-hmm. I think it would definitely cure that problem. Right? right. Well, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But either. then, what if uh, one dude, <laughs> old Cletus, <laughs> what he if, doesn't do it? What if, uh, against all odds, Cletus was going to sire the person who was going to like figure out interstellar <laughs> travel? <laughs> okay. And, I don't see that happening. <laughs> well, now, well, now Cletus Jr., he's not going to figure out interstellar travel. He better make his first three his best. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's all chance at that point, though, is right? It, is it? The Baptist in me would say no because okay. everything's ordained. Exactly. But the scientist in me would say there's like millions of sperm, right? That's what I was told in high school. Yeah. yeah Only one so. of those can produce offspring. Right. So it is the best, right? <laughs> it's the one that gets there first, right? It's, well, it's the one that makes it in there. 
Yeah. I mean, I get them all in there. <laughs> Not in the like, egg, you don't. <laughs> no, but I, they all got a shot, right? They got a fighting chance, right? Yeah, but to to pretend like all of those sperm line up on a line and then one of them fires a gun and it's like an equal contest between all of them. A shot gets fired, okay? <laughs> It's too late. This is like the first story of the show that I've already derailed with crude comments. Yeah. But anyways, I, yeah, this lady's an idiot, right? We all agree. Right. Yeah. I get what she's trying to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is how you make her point. Right. But some of you men out here, I mean, <laughs> y'all got too many kids anyway. We you should can't uh, support them all. At the very least, we should uh, self-police. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I would say... If you're in a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. you're exempt. Okay, mm-hmm. you know if I was going to tweak this law, but um, then soon from, as you break up, though, say, we're sniffing it from the from the perspective of, of a lawmaker. You once again though, how do you how do you enforce that? How do you know like anytime a divorce decree comes in, <laughs> like as soon as that thing gets signed at the courthouse, you go over to the clinic. Well, I'm just saying, any guy out there can be in a monogamous relationship until he decides he's not. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> I know some men that are in monogamous relationships who have children with other women. You know, <laughs> right. So <laughs> it wasn't as monogamous as I would consider it to be. Yeah. But they were married at the time, knocked up somebody else. So why fiftieth birthday? I don't know. That's that's a very arbitrary yeah. number. Yeah. Because know. there's some guys around here, they have three kids by the time they're in their junior year of high school. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean fresh out of middle school. <laughs> yes. That's right. We so. all know a guy like that. I should have done that. <laughs> you know? I mean, not then, but like uh you know, I've said it before, me and Dieter should have gotten married right out of high school and had kids. They'd all be moving out now. Yeah. You know, and we have the rest of our life to have fun. Mm-hmm. Now I got another decade. I got to pay for kids, <laughs> you know, just long enough for you to get old enough where fun I've been, is I've been a good shot right of Melanta and Matlock. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll be watching Wheel of Fortune and then go into bed at like 730 <laughs> yeah. at night, you know? Yep. <laughs> Can't do anything wild because one of us might break a hip, you know? <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I should have really thought about that, man. And I thought I was being smart. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to have money in the bank and <laughs> have good jobs and all that. And none of it matters. Mm-hmm. Should have just got her pregnant, got married and got her pregnant, you know, right away. Definitely couldn't have got her pregnant before we got married because I feel her dad would have killed me. You know, <laughs> I, y'all would, this show would never exist because I would just went on the run. You know, <laughs> anyways, so welcome to Alabama politics <laughs> yes. to the rest of the world. You know, we have people listening all over the globe. This is how we do things in our state. Yes. Which is a little bit backwards at times. Mm-hmm. You know, I love my state, but uh, every once in a while we'll introduce a bill that says you got to get a vasectomy by the time you're 50 <laughs> yeah. or after your third kid. Our donkeys can't sleep in bathtubs. Yes, right. Yeah. Can't pour salt <laughs> on railroad tracks, too. <laughs> Still, I think on the books in some counties is it is legal to beat your wife with a stick as long as the stick is not bigger than your thumb, bigger around than your thumb. I shake a lot of hands on Sunday morning. There's some dudes with big thumbs. I know. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> my thumb's little, you know, though. But I don't beat my wife, so. No. Unless you ask. In fact, my wife beats me. (laughs) That sounds dirty, but it's not. (laughs) Maybe it is. Okay. Well, this is another story out of Alabama. Okay. It comes from the rocketcitynow.com. 
That's Huntsville, Alabama, mm-hmm. home of the Rocket City Trash Pandas of the minor league team. Amazing name. <laughs> and uh, we also built the rocket that took us to the moon, not to brag or anything. Sorry, yeah, your I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anyone out there knows this. Yeah, right. But the technology that put America into space and eventually on the moon. Yeah. It came from the state of Alabama. From Alabama. <laughs> That's right. How wild is that? I know. Like, we have such good things about the state, and then we got such bad things about this state. And, I mean, I feel like uh, the South in general, Alabama yeah. in particular, yeah. is like the butt of many jokes. Right. It's yeah. the target of, or the heart of many, 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 many stereotypes. Yes. We did put you on the moon. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it, you know. Using a former Nazi's technology. Let's not get in all that. <laughs> the fact that we move Nazis out of everywhere in the United States. They're like, they'll be comfortable in Alabama. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. Anyways, this is from the RocketCityNow.com. Huge news. Technology that comes out of Huntsville has changed the world for forever. And this is going to change the world for forever, too. McDonald's may install devices to prevent ice cream machines from breaking. I will believe it when I see it. (laughs) The uh, ice cream machines at McDonald's that are notorious for breaking down are reportedly getting a device to help keep them up and running. Business Insider reports that some franchises are teaming up with software company Kitch to make the equipment. It's expected to detect and correct minor malfunctions within the machines. Hmm. It will also let employees know what's wrong with detailed information about the specific issue. That they won't bother reading. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, they'll be like, their computer's down. That's where you're going to get it now. <laughs> the device, which is introduced in May of last year, would attach to the current machine, so it's like a retrofit. And the outlet reported that some fast food locations have already implemented the device. Providing a restaurant experience that our customers expect is among our top priorities, a McDonald's spokesperson said. Okay, all right, well, (laughs) I believe that. Went on to say McDonald's Corporation and its franchisees are constantly working together on improving and enhancing the restaurant experience so that customers can enjoy McDonald's foods where and when they want it. So... For the franchises that do have the device, the 50th anniversary of the Shamrock Shake is coming up. And so it's not going to be a problem. Everybody can go get a Shamrock Shake. Are you a Shamrock Shake fan? I'm not familiar with the Shamrock Shake. Oh, for real? Being a Sullivan, you think I would be that's aware. Right. Yeah. But I'm actually house, not aware man. of this. A Shamrock Shake's okay. Okay. Um, and new this season, the chain is offering Oreo Shamrock. Never mind. No free ads for McDonald's. <laughs> okay. They don't pay us anything. So a uh, bottom line, the ice cream machines is going to be working from now on. And... I- I don't know that our collective waistline <laughs> can take it in America. People will be so fat. That's like the only thing keeping Americans from just being morbidly obese. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John, I think you can rest easy because I've heard this story before. Oh, and yeah. I'm not yet convinced that okay. McDonald's will be fixing their ice cream machines. Well, my good friend, shout out to Rick Hanna from <laughs> Fed, Alabama. He owns several McDonald's. Their ice cream machines have traditionally always been working he keeps he runs a tight ship a good yeah so i can always get a milkshake or a cone anytime i want to yeah i remember one time when i was in high school i went to a mcdonald's and you know it's it's so cliche but their shake machine was broken and i was like really it's broken did you check 
And she was like, yeah, I know it's broken. You know it's broken. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's a good point. That's, That's on right. me. <laughs> You're absolutely no. right. I'm sorry to assume, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's wild that it's turned into such a joke. You know, I mean, like every – it's a universal, too, I think, right. worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> that the shake machine's always broken at McDonald's. You right? have you have a 50-50 shot yeah. at a lot of McDonald's. Oh, yeah, right. And maybe it's gotten better, and I just haven't noticed it because I quit asking for milkshakes out of frustration in <laughs> my early like, 30s. I, would, I, I haven't backed <laughs> off on milkshakes. I love milkshakes. <laughs> well, no, I ain't backed off on milkshakes. I've just, I'm <laughs> just going go over to Sonic. Okay, Sonic's yeah. machines were always working. Yeah, yeah I, just, I don't like the Sonic experience. Really? Know? Yeah, oh, I don't man. like a stranger looking in my car while I'm in it, you know. I'm oh. like, this person absolutely knows I'm a slob, you know. <laughs> like, drink cups littered over in the other floorboard, especially when I used to travel a lot for my job. Yeah. And I had to eat fast food all the time, and my, my car was just obnoxious. <laughs> and so I was, I don't like it. Well, they have a drive through too. Yeah, but I'm anti drive through for the most part. Okay. Yeah. I don't like drive throughs I would much rather have a face-to-face interaction. And But you don't want them to be on roller skates for some reason. I don't want them to come up to my window. I want it to be on my terms. I want to park <laughs> and go in, get what I want to go, and walk out the door. So, Well, John, I'm sorry you feel that way. You're missing out on a lot of stuff. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not a drive through guy. Some people are drive through guys. I'm not. I don't like mm. drive throughs and the worst is when Deidre calls me on the way home and she's like, hey, can you get dinner for everybody, you know? Yeah. And then I'm forced to go through the drive-thru because I can't carry out, like, you know, <laughs> six people's orders. You can't just grab one of those empty cardboard boxes in your back seat and put them in there. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I like, walk in with it. Now you're on to something. That's good thinking right there. I'll you could even use Libby's uh, bedazzler with some rhinestones on it. Well, see, it wouldn't be so difficult if McDonald's had better better drink holders you know they're like yes. drink holder mm. technology has not progressed like right. to where it needs to be so i need something with a handle on it mm. i've delivered food for years I, I have no problem handling a large amount of food in my arms keys getting in the car all that stuff but the drink holder is what it messes it up when you're getting <laughs> drinks for everybody or people everybody wants a combo or whatever would it be super expensive to have tops that like screw Oh, on know. the lid instead of know. just pop on. It's not a, so not it's a little bit more. Uh, cut that out. That's a good idea. You know, <laughs> yes. a little more secure. I like <laughs> it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Especially if we're getting rid of straws. Well, see, you're going to have to retool your cups and your lids. Mm-hmm. So that's probably going to be a significant upfront cost. You know, and is that going to outweigh? But if one company does it for like all the different yeah. fast food places and if you can just get them on board. Right. Well, anyway. I mean, we just need to start that company. <laughs> yes. Screw tops. John screw, and Tiny yes. Screw Tops. Screw Tops. <laughs> yeah. Screw Top Cup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. It's a idea. great idea. Yeah. That's right up there with my glow-in-the-dark toilet seat. <laughs> Do we know any engineers? Um, I know a few. Okay. Yeah, I know a few. We need to get I on I know that. a mechanical engineer that would definitely need him. And we could advertise our own product. 
Sure, yeah. <laughs> Earth has heard about on the Earth Oddity podcast. Brought to you. We like drop squirrels so fast. <laughs> like, n- never have another Cajun curl ad ever. <laughs> and we want to thank our sponsor, Screw Tops. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're trying to talk him into buying our cups That's for right. his new food truck. He's exactly. starting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, well, John, has it always been a thing? Because it seems like in the last couple of years, uh, since we started doing this podcast, that we've seen the explosion in emotional support, whatever, usually as an animal. Yeah, yeah, there's there's definitely been an explosion in emotional support items, people, animals, yeah. or whatever. Well, there's a Florida man who wants to... He wants to expand the definition. Okay. He is upset because he can't bring his emotional support cutout of Donald Trump to his dialysis appointments. Oh, oh wow. Make dialysis great again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, A Florida man undergoing kidney dialysis three times a week is upset that he can't bring a life-size cardboard cutout of President Donald Trump for emotional support. Life-size, too. Where do you get a life-size Trump cutout? I'm sure they're there for sale. I mean, yeah, he's probably got them listed in a store. Yes. Yeah, but I think, you know, like you get a Nick Saban one when they throw out the display down at Walmart <laughs> right. or whatever. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh Nelson Gibson told WPBF that his family can't sit with him during his three-and-a-half-hour treatments. To help, he began bringing a picture of Donald Trump as a comfort item. A comfort Not the grandkids. (laughs) Not the wife. Donald Trump. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I think he's got a good shot to get reelected based solely (laughs) off of this story right here. (laughs) We continue. It just feels like bringing something from home to make you comfortable, Gibson told the West Palm Beach area television station. Gibson said no one complained about the photo, so next he started bringing a small cardboard cutout of himself standing next to a Trump photo. (laughs) A cardboard cutout of himself standing next to a photo. (laughs) I love this guy. I love him. It's like the moxie that he has. Okay, once again... No one complained about his small cutout. And then Gibson told the station that some people even took photos with it. (laughs) If I'd seen it, I would have been one of those people. I would take my photo with it and get a cardboard cutout of that. (laughs) (laughs) And bring it to dialysis with me. (laughs) Well, anyway, on Saturday, Gibson took a life-size cutout of Trump to his treatment at Frenesis Kidney Care in Port St. Lucie. He said that again, no one took an issue with his emotional support item. Everyone's cool with it, all right? But when he returned Tuesday for the treatment with the presidential cutout, Gibson ran into a roadblock. They told me that it was too much and that this was not a rally. (laughs) He told the TV (laughs) station. (laughs) Oh, man. The Gibson say that they feel singled out since the center typically encourages patients to bring emotional support items. Okay. Gibson said that another patient brings in bubble wrap and then pops it during her treatment, which he finds nerve-wracking. I would kill that person. (laughs) I would try to unplug their dialysis machine. Well, as annoying as it might be, I'm sure it's not as annoying as him up there going maga, 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 maga. (laughs) Having a conversation. Lock her up. Lock her up. Lock her up. (laughs) 
What I would really like to happen is for them not to infringe upon my father's freedom of expression and speech and allow him to bring in the life-size cardboard cutout. It takes up less service area than a garbage can, Eric Gibson told the station. Okay. Well, they're a private business. <laughs> I mean, I just want to point it out. Yes. A lot of people get mistaken. They're a private business. Yes. Okay. They can enforce whatever rules they want to. They're not saying you can't put this discriminatory, up. Discriminatory. Yeah. Yeah. In, in a, like a public park right. or something. Yeah. Or you, they're, yeah. The government is not. Right. Not enforcing it. Anyways. While we cannot discuss any specific individual, we strongly support the ability of all our patients to express their views, which includes bringing reasonably sized items into our dialysis centers that do not create safety or infection control issues or interfere with caregivers on the treatment floor, said the center spokesperson, Brad Puffer, said in a statement. Okay. The family said Brad that they- Puffer's an amazing name, <laughs> yes. by the way. You think he smokes? No, probably. <laughs> if he does, he should. Yes. The family said that they aren't sure when Gibson will return for treatment. Oh, okay. He's going to go <laughs> find him somewhere else. I guess so. Just my quick hot take on this story. Yeah. Maybe go back to the photo. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> and if you're the dialysis place, the number one thing you say is like, hey, this is interfering with our ability to mm-hmm. do do what we need to do. Just make up a line of crap. You know, right. hey, we can't, we don't have good sight lines, all our patients or whatever. But or if say, I was say, another look- patient there, I would have a life-size Bernie cut out. <laughs> You know, yes. like have a, a, a life-size Tulsi Gabbard. Just get every candidate we could have in there. And then have your phone out recording when he starts yelling about how that's interfering exactly. with his safety. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, what a wild move, though. It you is. know, like, like, I get, like, hey, I feel sorry the guy's got problems and he's got to get dialysis. Mm-hmm. And I know that is no fun at all. I know people who have been through it. Not a fun time, you know? And you want to bring something that's comfortable you can entertain yourself with. I would bring my PlayStation Portable. Yeah, that's what I think something like that. I'd <laughs> I've have got an like iPad with some hundreds of it. games on it. Yeah. It keep me occupied yeah. for hours. Right, exactly. I don't get, number one, a picture of Trump. <laughs> like, why you would bring that with you? You know, whether you love Trump, think he's the greatest president this country's ever had, or what. I just don't see going, man, I got to go to dialysis. And I said I could bring something to, you know, keep me occupied, make <laughs> me feel better and everything. I'm going to get my picture of Trump. You know? <laughs> yes. Like, not my picture of Jesus. Yeah, right. Not, not my Bible. Not my kids. <laughs> yes. Nothing. I'm going to get my picture of Trump. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to turn it up a notch, and I'm going to get a cardboard cutout of me with my picture of Trump. <laughs> yes. So now I'm bringing myself and my picture of Trump. Wild move. Wild move. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know what you do with this this situation. Just tell the guy to go find somewhere else. Go to the MAGA dialysis center. <laughs> yeah. You know, Trump. They're the making Trump <laughs> National Dialysis. <laughs> go to make kidneys great again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh wow. Well, you know, if he brought a Bernie one, he could talk about Medicaid for all while he was there, (laughs) right? And bring that up when they charge you. Exactly. Get your bill. (laughs) Talk about how this should be free. (laughs) Okay. I got a story here from Newsweek.com, and the headline reads, oh, shout out to Todd who sent me this. Todd sent me a bunch of stories. I just couldn't get them all on this week. Uh, Man living for weeks in grocery store rafters arrested and found with very expensive cheese. Okay. Yep. So this is out of... Apparently, beggars can be cheesers. 
This is out of Auburn, Washington. Okay. So not Auburn, Alabama, <laughs> but Auburn, Washington. Police have arrested a man who reportedly lived in the rafters of a Hagen Northwest Fresh Market in Auburn, Washington for several weeks. King 5, which is a TV station, I guess, out there, reported that the man had been squatting above the drop ceiling during business hours, dropping down after the store was closed to stock up on food and cigarettes. Awesome. And then maybe use the bathroom. Yeah, I would think so. I'm kind of amazed I don't have motion detectors here at this grocery store that would pick up on his movement. Well, there's a, I mean, depending on where you're at, there's a lot of grocery stores that have been there just forever. True. So. The store first called police on Christmas Day to report what they thought was a break-in. Officers investigated and found tools, clothes, and debris around a vent to the roof. They also discovered some rope, which they believed the suspect used to enter the store. However, as days passed, the employees started to think that the burglar wasn't a one-time visitor. After reporting strange noises coming from the ceiling above the store, one worker spotted a pair of legs dangling from above the storage closet. <laughs> Dead giveaway. That's right. <laughs> Police were called again, but they were unable to find the man. Dude. This dude is like a superhero. <laughs> He's like a homeless ninja. That's right. <laughs> Auburn Police Commander Mike Herman told uh, King 5 that there's ventilation that have been moved and tracks that have been moved. We spent probably about four and a half hours up in the rafters trying to hunt this guy down. His department deployed infrared cameras and brought in a canine unit to see if they could catch the smell, but that was to no avail. On January 17th, police released surveillance footage of the suspect taken from the store's camera. In it, the man dressed in black, wearing a face mask, fills a bag with thousands of dollars worth of Marlboro Smooths. Thousands of dollars. That's a lot of cigarettes. That's a ton of cigarettes. Granted, cigarettes are not I'm sure as cheap high, as they used to be. I'm sure they're higher in Washington than they are in Alabama, too. You know, just probably taxes and such. Well, when they were looking for him, if he's got that many cigarettes, can they just follow the smell of yeah, cigarettes? Like, or the, like, butt trail <laughs> yeah. he's leaving? Uh, the footage allowed police to determine the man's identity and obtain a search warrant. They found the man in an undisclosed area and took him into custody. When he was arrested, the man was in possession of an unopened brick of Breacher's cheese taken from the store with a sticker price of, you want to guess how much this cheese was? Breacher's cheese? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this I'm sorry, is, Beecher's Beecher's. cheese. Uh, this is going to be difficult for me because I think the fanciest cheese I've ever had was like Kraft Colby Jack. Okay. In the block form. <laughs> sure, sure. But, I'm going to say $39.99. A little low. This was $394.97. Daggum. I want to interview the people that are buying $394.97 cheese. Is this, where'd, where'd you say this guy's hiding out at? A fresh market. Auburn, Washington. <laughs> I was about to say, because you're not going to get that cheese anywhere else but Fresh Market. Yeah, that ain't down at the Walmart. No. No. You're not getting that at Aldi. <laughs> no. <laughs> the unopened packs of cigarettes were returned to the store shelves, and the cheese was donated to a local food bank. Boy, those people at the food <laughs> bank are living it up. Also, now that we know that this was a Fresh Market, I think you did mention that earlier in the story, but for yeah. whatever reason, I just didn't take note of it. I love the image of uh, this dude hiding in the rafters and like these hipster guys right. with beards are trying to track him down. Right. <laughs> the Auburn Police Department did not release the suspect's name. 
People living in a business without permission can cause serious problems for the owners, it says. I would say so. Uh, another squatter it, back in November of last year forced a local business to close. So apparently they got a problem with this up in Washington. Huh. And I'm surprised more rednecks down here hadn't thought of that. <laughs> like, let me just get up in the ceiling and chill out. And after hours, I'll go get my stuff, you know? Maybe they're doing that, but they're doing it like in the Walmart and True. like nobody no- notices well, anything. They're probably doing it down at the scrap metal yard or something here. <laughs> right. You know, meth heads and everything. Anyways, so I'm the most appalling thing about this story is the fact that there's $400 cheese in the world, you <laughs> yes. know? And I love cheese, big time cheese fan, you know? If anybody wants us to send, to send us some, oh, yeah. So that we can find out if it really is worth a $400, right. then yeah. we would love to have some. Yeah. Is it that much better than, uh, like you say, Colby Jack or something? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'll get crazy and get some Swiss every once in a while just to mix it up. I don't know. I bet those would be like the best nachos ever. <laughs> right. We used to get cheese in at the sandwich shop in 40 pound blocks mm-hmm. and I would have to cut it, you know, in the, <laughs> to cut the cheese. I had this big, huge <laughs> knife. It had two handles on the either end that I would have to cut the cheese down <laughs> to where I could slice it on the slicer and get cheese right, slices. Right. Uh, this was the worst part about the job. <laughs> it was cutting the cheese. Yeah. It was cutting the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but those weren't even $400 blocks of cheese. <laughs> How much did a block of that cost? Oh, maybe like 90 bucks, something like that. It's not even close. Yeah. Not, I mean, not even, not even a quarter yeah. of what this cheese cost. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And you had 40 pounds of it. <laughs> yeah. Enough cheese for forever, you know, for <laughs> Enough to person. stop up a herd of elephants. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this is going to be my last story, and this story is okay, but I feel like this story is really just to kind of lower the bar so that John can step up next and just, just hit one out of the park. Just a prelude to my <laughs> yes. story. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so stay with us. Australian man guilty of using a cell phone while riding a horse because he didn't have a hands-free device. <laughs> you know what he needed, right? He needed a cowboy mic. <laughs> that's right Garth Brooks never would have got a ticket nope a man in Australia has pleaded guilty to a charge of talking on a handheld cell phone while riding a horse the case involved a 30 year old man in New South Wales according to reports he and the horse were stopped by police after he was seen holding a cell phone to his ear while riding on a rural road in October the Tenerfield Star reported the mudgy local court magistrate judge said, under the road rules, a horse is a vehicle, and he didn't have a hands-free device fitted to the horse, the paper reported. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Where do you get a hands-free device for your horse? Oh no, <laughs> I have no clue. This sounds like a, like a, this goes right along with the Alabama law we talked about earlier in the show. <laughs> yes. This seems wildly unnecessary. Uh, quote, I've had someone charged with being drunk on a horse before, but just one, the judge said, after admitting that this case was a first for him. The defense lawyer, Tim Crane, said that his client was pleading guilty because he concedes that the horse was in motion. Oh, wow. He called the matter trivial in the extreme, according to the paper. I, I would agree. agree. That. Yeah. yeah. Especially in a rural area where animals are a form of transport, Crane said. Yeah. The man was told the charge would be expunged from his record if he stays out of trouble for three months, the paper reported. Okay, so that's fair. No more talking on your cell phone 
while you're riding your horse out, you little you whippersnapper. Put, you got to put it on speaker and put it in your saddlebag, right? <laughs> yes. You know, I don't know how you get around that. Bluetooth. You, you know? wear a cowboy mic. <laughs> yeah, you get one of those Bluetooth mics like truckers wear all the time, you know? Yeah, that's the only thing you can do. Yeah, do they make a uh, a saddle with maybe like a cup holder right there where the horn goes in the front, you know? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I'm not into horse culture, you know? <laughs> right. I never got into horses, so. Yeah. And in fact, the times I've ridden horses, I've been really afraid every time I was on one. Mm-hmm. Because if it don't want to stop, I can't make it stop, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. You just have to get off, which is easier than it sounds. Yeah, right. You, yeah. Pay, you just fall. Just, just fall off, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Let it step on you or something. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I don't get into horses. So yeah. I don't know. Now, my sister-in-law, they got a bunch of horses. They may know. Someone down here in the comments wanted to point out that he probably wasn't wearing a seatbelt either. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great counter argument. <laughs> yes. But then you'd have the government passing laws that you have to wear a seatbelt on a horse. <laughs> All right, let's move on to this story. And it's quite lengthy. Yes. And it is... Not for the children. Not for the children. Of course, we already kicked them off the show in the first segment. <laughs> yeah. We had parents just stopping that left and right. <laughs> um, which, we got a review on the podcast that's apparently from Thigpen's son. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little too young sometimes. That really made me think. <laughs> So, Thigpen's son. I wonder if he's the one that called in. Oh, maybe so. He might be. Yeah. You need to press pause right now and put it down (laughs) because this is not a story for you, buddy. All right. And if we ever hear from your dad that you heard this, yeah. uh, We're going to remind him that we told you to turn it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, this is a warning straight to you, bud. Now, it's going to be a good story. Yeah. You're going to be missing out on the funniest stuff. You need to come back about <laughs> four years, yeah. and you will you'll really appreciate this a lot more. If you do want to go ahead and listen, just... Uh... <laughs> Tiny's being the voice. <laughs> He's trying to get you in trouble, all right? I have... I, you can't. I can't in good conscience let you listen to this. Just don't tell your dad. Yeah, don't tell your dad. <laughs> All right. So, man wants to have Valentine's Day threesome with two ghosts. <laughs> All right. Quick uh, setup here. This is something we've covered on the show before. Yeah, I feel absolutely. like our podcast has really specifically made this more known. Right. Has kind of brought this out into the open yes. in society, which is human to spirit relations yeah right we are the foremost authority in the podcast world on human ghost sexual encounters yes and also parking lot poopers those are two things those are the two things we know the most about we've talked about this uh, on multiple occasions yes right and then we've even uh, interviewed interviewed yeah Ms. Amanda Sparrow Large, yeah, who was, I guess, I guess the first big case to go viral, right? Yeah. So, so this is something we have to talk about. Exactly, our listeners demand. It. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, in this day and age, we're all trying to be more open-minded and welcome new preferences, even if that means accepting that some people fall in love with people that don't exist in this world anymore. I mean. This I, this article is written like a blog post. So. <laughs> okay. I mean, if people can fall in love with robots, ghosts most surely would be acceptable too. Hmm. Well, this man who has been in a relationship with a spirit named Lisa 
for the past two years has revealed details on how they plan on spending their Valentine's Day, and it's pretty romantic if you consider having a threesome romantic. (laughs) John, would you consider that romantic? My wife doesn't. (laughs) I wouldn't know. But that's not the only thing they plan on doing. This tale has a shocking twist. Okay. All right, so let's get some backstory on this dude. He's a 35-year-old man from New Jersey who claims he has been in a relationship with a ghost named Lisa. Gary has been seeing Lisa, who is a paranormal spirit, for the past two years. So, quite a lengthy relationship. (laughs) Yeah. After previously telling the uh, author of this article that he has not yet taken her to meet his parents... Uh, we thought that Gary might be feeling a little hesitant about their relationship. Well, that and his parents are still living, I assume. <laughs> tough, to, tough to bring that on your parents. He says, I'll visit my parents over the holidays, but Lisa will stay at home. Man, I would get mad if I was Lisa. Like, I'm not good enough to meet your parents. Yes. I'm not ready to introduce her to my parents yet. She understands, but it certainly has put a strain on our relationship. Well, I'll say you've been together for two years. Yeah. That's got to make Christmas awkward. She wants to meet my parents. (laughs) Maybe she knows about their life insurance policy or something. (laughs) Uh, You know, I mean, if a ghost wants to meet your parents, isn't that kind of a a bad sign? (laughs) Not a good thing. That's a bad omen. He goes on to say, I just have a feeling they won't respond well to it if I do. Imagine that. <laughs> Hopefully. How would you respond if, like, if, if Thomas came home and it's like, Dad, I got a girlfriend. You just can't see her because she's a spirit. <laughs> my, my first... I'd, be like, I'd be like, Elijah, you can at least say she goes to another school, okay? <laughs> That's the very least you could do. My first words would be, do what? <laughs> do what? <laughs> um, Hopefully... In the new year, I'll be able to feel comfortable enough to take that step. I'm starting to introduce her to more and more of my friends, which has had mixed results. Now, I will say, (laughs) all through this blog post, you can check out the show notes. They have pictures of him from his Instagram. So, if his parents didn't know, they're about to know, (laughs) right? Somebody's emailed this to his parents, I guarantee you. So, it's clearly been difficult for him. He said, most people are initially confused or they think I'm joking, but once they see how happy she makes me, they're totally cool with it. All right? Hmm. That's people that are just like, let the dude be crazy. (laughs) No, you know, like, he ain't hurting anybody. (laughs) Yet. But he's not so hesitant anymore as he's recently discussed his sex life. He described his experiences with her as amazing. Our sex life is ever-evolving. It gets better and better. There's always new sensations, different vibrations, which I guess is the best way to describe it. He went on to say, it's like your whole body is having sex. And since Lisa is a spirit, she is more flexible, which allows us to experiment with all sorts of new positions. Okay. There you go. I will say flexibility, a little bit of a problem as you get older in life. All right. I try to stay limber, but it's tough. It's tough. And anyways, him and the ghost are far from the usual. And getting on into his Valentine's Day, he said, we both think that going out on Valentine's Day is overpriced and overrated. I agree with that. (laughs) We have a tradition That night, we make popcorn and ice cream sundaes. That's sweet, you know. (laughs) 
Dieter went, home, went to bed way before me on Valentine's Day. Then we watch our favorite movie, which is ironically Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. With the uh, with the uh, Patrick Swayze Patrick and Whoopi Swayze. Goldberg and Demi, and Demi Moore. Moore. Yeah, right. Yeah, Dude, what a great cast. Swayze carried that movie. <laughs> Swayze carried every movie it's ever been in. Right, <laughs> greatest movie ever made, Roadhouse. All right, <laughs> is all Swayze. All yeah. right, I'll go to my grave thinking that Roadhouse is the greatest movie ever made. Well, I will agree that Patrick Swayze carried uh, Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yes, he did. Absolutely, Whoopi Goldberg. I think she was the best character in Ghost. Whatever, man. Anyway, so talking about the movie Ghost, he says, I know we're so corny. We can't help it. Afterward, we make love on a bed of roses. I hope this rose petals. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> the roses stay on the bed when we go to sleep, so we wake up to the smell of flowers. That's nice. Good for you. Yeah. This year, he says, we're getting kinky. All right? <laughs> I've said that statement every year of my life. <laughs> We're going to have our first threesome. Lisa has recently befriended a female spirit, and I thought it would be fun to bring her over and spice things up. Uh Uh-oh, what is the other spirit? I don't know. It's wild that she didn't befriend another male spirit. I wonder if he'd be down with that. (laughs) Um, You talking about if Jeffrey Epstein comes over? (laughs) There's a role play involved. I've never had one before, he says, not even with two living women. So this dude's definitely a nerd. All right. I'm a little nervous. So needless to say, there will be a lot of wine involved to loosen me up. And to convince me that I'm seeing ghosts. That's right. And it was Lisa's idea for the threesome. Of course, it was Lisa's idea. Easy to pin it on the spirit nobody can see or talk to. Yeah. She's confident in the way I feel about her, and we are both very sexual, and we know we would be comfortable having sex with another spirit without any emotional attachment. But there's a few rules. Her only rule is she doesn't want me kissing her friend Sadie, which I'm totally okay with. All right, that's understandable. (laughs) Uh I'm going to make her breakfast in bed. French toast is her favorite. and would like to see how a spirit eats. I was just sitting here thinking... How does she eat that? Yeah, exactly. If she's a ghost. So maybe like. I guess it just float in the air. And then suddenly you see just like a big bite disappear. She's got like powdered sugar around her mouth. <laughs> like the invisible man. Yes. I also leave notes hidden throughout our apartment for her to find while I'm at work. Romantic things, inside jokes, naughty talk, basically anything that makes her smile. Now, as a married man, I do that too. Huge move for all you married guys out there. Take like 10 minutes, maybe once. Every, you can't do it too much. It loses its effect. <laughs> yes. Like maybe once, twice, three times a year, write about 10, 15 notes and just hide them everywhere. She'll find them all year long if you hide them well enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah it, it works well. I'm just saying. It takes all kinds, Tiny. <laughs> you know? It yep. takes all kinds. <laughs> yep. And sometimes it takes more than one kind. Yep. Um, to make a relationship work, I guess. My wife is definitely not open to the possibility of having a threesome. And I don't know that I am either. You know? <laughs> right. I can barely handle one woman. I would like to think about trying to handle two. So I feel like it would, uh, like, I'm not going to lie. It sounds like a lot of fun. 
But I feel like there would be a lot of aftermath yeah, to oh sort yeah. through. My biggest, that would make things really messy right. and would make things difficult on <laughs> all parties. My biggest fear is that I end up on the sidelines. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's my biggest fear. Like, I want to be involved. And I could see me somehow getting nudged over to the side. You know? Yeah. I'm not I I don't want that. I don't want that at all. You know? That's not gonna be good for anybody. All right. I guess some people can make it work, but I can't. I can't at all. So if you can, good for you. So we want to thank our sponsor, world famous Cajun Curl by You Blended Spice. Spice up your life. <laughs> for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. Uh, on the website there, you can order the spice and the Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes. All of that is available on CajunCurl.com. As you may or may not know, it was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. And it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and you may or may not know this, this is the thing that's going to fix the ice cream machines at McDonald's, (laughs) okay? So you can get your Cajun Curl ice cream. Huge partnership they've just announced. Uh, The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing and it's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. Imagine if you're going to have a Valentine's Day threesome with a ghost and you you whip up a batch of Cajun Curl chips. Everybody's going to be happy. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the Bayou Blended Spice and the chip cutter, but you can also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. Also on the website, you can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. And here locally in the greater Tuscaloosa Northport Metroplex, it is available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, March Martin Downtown Northport, and The Pig, Piggly Wiggly on Merlene Wallace in Northport. And if your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, do them a favor and ask them to start. Ask them to start carrying it. Mm -hmm. You know, all they got to do is put in an order squirrel and deliver it over there. We'll have it it over there as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. Put it on the shelf. So ask them. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel like a man getting dialysis with a cardboard cutout of President Trump while you enjoy your meal. <laughs> it's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. www.cajuncurl.com. Check them out and use the promo code EOP10. That's EOP and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. Now, last week, I believe there was a listener who requested a list of problems yeah. with Valentine's Day. Right. I've got 99 problems. Heard you have problems. Uh, here's the way I've had a problem. More money, more problems. <laughs> Number one are the colors red and pink. I don't like the colors red and pink. Okay. And that's Valentine's main color palette. Now, don't get it mixed up. I love crimson. I was just fixing to say, love crimson. Love crimson. Hate red and pink together. Okay. All right. Uh, special 
Valentine's episodes of shows, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't like like, you know, your sitcom, whatever is a Valentine's episode. Don't like those. Trying to come up with a unique gift. All right. Yeah. This is the main reason Dieter and I do not celebrate Valentine's Day is because uh, you know, after twenty five years of being together, I've ran through all the gifts. And mm-hmm. at what point are you just going through the motions, you know? I get Tara the same thing every year. Okay. Uh, she's kind enough not to complain about it. All right. Very good. Very good. I pulled a pro move Valentine's Day morning. We were getting the kids ready to go to school. And, of course, I didn't have anything for Deidre. But I was like, hey, Deidre, do you want to exchange Valentine's Day gifts right now? And she was like, oh, I, I didn't get you anything. And I was like, okay, cool. I, we don't have to do this. You know, don't worry about that. I didn't get you anything either. So I don't know what I would have done if she'd have been like, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> let's see. The nonstop whining from sing- single people makes Valentine's Day unbearable. Okay? We get it. You don't have a significant other. Just chill out. You know, you ain't got a broadcast. I'm sorry all the rest of us are happy, you know? Call an escort service. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Maybe hook up with a ghost, you know? Attempting to buy the love of others. <laughs> I feel like this is like for people well, new in a relationship. Well, how right? else are you supposed to get the love of others? <laughs> Um, I mean, it's always costing you something, right? True. It's costing you time or yeah, dirty or, money, money or something, right? You know? Yeah, I guess in a way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up is flowers. Okay? okay, flowers are the weirdest thing we give to each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, here's something you can watch die. You know? <laughs> right. This is crazy to me that we do that. Also, flower prices, you know, they are insane. And I don't know if they jack them up at Valentine's Day. I was about to say, I think, depending on where you go, they can be high anywhere. But no matter where you go, they're going to be higher this time of year. I said Specifically that weekend. One year for Valentine's Day, I sent Deidre a get well soon bouquet because it was cheaper. (laughs) 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 So, anyways... That's the pro tip for any of y'all out there. <laughs> Wait times at restaurants on Valentine's Day are ridiculous. Pro move, go out the night after or mm-hmm. before Valentine's or, Day. Or lunchtime. Yeah, true. Dieter and I did have a romantic Valentine's Day lunch at Taco Casa. <laughs> because we had a gift card to use. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's very romantic. Very frugal. I, uh, I wine a diner. The month of February just sucks in general. Right. Well, except for uh, Black History. Well, yeah, love yeah, black okay. history. Yeah. Yes, absolutely love black history. Okay, <laughs> we we are we, we disavow any races. Okay, yeah, love. But I'm talking about weather. Okay, all that. It's the worst month yes. for that. Okay, so uh, they just stick this this holiday in here to make it better. All right. Anyways, watching engagement videos on Facebook because people <laughs> get engaged on Valentine's Day and they got posted on Facebook. Horrible. Also, people flood my Instagram feeds with what their significant other gave them on Valentine's right. Day. It's like, man, nobody cares that you got a teddy bear or whatever. I was about to say, I've got something that kind of goes along with that. I hate the super romantic dude that has put all of this thought oh, yeah. into his Valentine's Day yeah. 
making me look bad. Exactly, man. Hate it. Take one for the team, dude. <laughs> yes. You know, box of chocolates, cards, some flowers is cool, man. You ain't got to go out and, like, get a recreation of our grandfather and grandmother's wedding dress. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they can do all this crazy stuff. Or at yeah. the very least. Not don't, a team player. Or at the very least, don't put it on Facebook yeah, right. for all of our wives and girlfriends yes. to see. Exactly. And then complain about the box of chocolates yes. that they got. Exactly. That guy's not a team player. No. No. No, he's only looking out for himself, right? <laughs> what did it get you? Got you laid, okay? All right? <laughs> Newsflash, buddy. Box of chocolates will do it, too. You know? All right? <laughs> Say it. You know how to play your cards, right? Yeah? yeah. yeah. You're not a complete idiot. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Teachers of the world. We got a lot of teachers that listen. Number one podcast among teachers from the research I've seen, yeah. which is one teacher I know who told me that listen. <laughs> uh, the Valentine boxes you got to make. You don't know. You got homeschool. You don't have to do this. <laughs> no. But like, you got to make this elaborate Valentine's box for your kids to let other kids put their Valentine's in. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> right. We could do the same thing. Let's give them a paper sack and some magic markers. Let them put their name on it. Draw some hearts. It's fine. I don't need to be spending a lot of time during the work week devoting to getting supplies and building a box for my daughter so she can get some, like, tattoos and stuff from her classmates. That right? all the classmates are required to give. Yeah, right. It's, yeah. like, not even special. Now, when I was in school, you didn't have to give everybody one, you know? Because I right. remember one year, I, I, if I remember correctly, I only brought one, or maybe I brought some, and but only one of them meant anything, and that was to a girl. Mm-hmm. And I gave it to her, and then she didn't give me one back, and I was crushed. I mean, well, crushed my t- tiny little <laughs> John's heart. <laughs> Typically, the Valentines I got, they were all, you know, Ninja Turtles, Batman, Spider-Man, yeah. My Little Pony, whatever. Yeah. Whatever the, the other kids' parents like sure. went out and bought like this Econo box exactly. of Valentine's. That's what you got to do. A now. lot of them were the same thing over and over. Yeah. yeah. And they immediately went in the trash. It's not sure. like I ever got one that had anything written on it. candy or something. Yeah. On, you know? Yeah. Okay. This goes along with that. Buying and filling out Valentine's cards for my kids' classmates. It's <laughs> for, ridiculous. For kids you don't even know. Yeah, for kids I don't even know. <laughs> you know I've invested $30 into a box in Valentine's for these kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. And we get ready to like pack Libby's up, and she's missing four of them. You know, like she didn't write their name yeah. or whatever. We had to go get the list of the kids out, do it all. It's like right at bedtime. Ridiculous. Okay. Have you ever thought about writing actual life advice on some of those Valentines? <laughs> hey, hey, kid, you're probably not going to make it in life. Yeah. Just, Libby says your own red light every day. You know? <laughs> or like uh, Newsflash, there is no permanent record. <laughs> your principal's lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, I don't like the. Uh, this is going to sound like really crass, and I don't. I, so I want to try to explain a little bit. It's just the idea of celebrating love is, <laughs> yeah. is ridiculous a little bit, and that sounds crass, okay? But I think what it does is it cheapens what actual real love is. Mm-hmm. You know, like commitment and grace and all the things that go into love, you know? And we take this one day and we just boil it down to feelings or whatever. Right. And love is a lot more than, hey, I feel, you make me feel a certain way, you know, in my heart Mm -hmm. or in my pants or whatever, you know? (laughs) Right? 
is a lot more than that. And we've like boiled it down to just feelings and people place a lot of importance on it. And that bothers me. You know, I think that's a, uh, that's a really negative byproduct of Valentine's Day. Right. You know, like I look at my wife every day and I'm like, man, she is the luckiest woman on earth to be married to me (laughs) because I'm committed to her. And I have never strayed, and I do everything I can to make her life her life as easy as possible, except for picking up my clothes that I leave stacked on the floor by my bed when I take them off every night. <laughs> Those are the things that really count for love, you know? Not the fact that you went out to a fancy dinner on one night of the year or whatever. So, um, not a big fan of Valentine's Day. So, that's that. All right. Uh, we have, man, these reviews are, are great, y'all. They are really stacking up. Please keep yeah. them coming. Yeah. And if we don't read yours right away, trust me, we'll, we'll get, to it. get to it. We will get to it. Because one thing we've learned in this podcast is that not a lot of people leave us reviews. Not as many people <laughs> as download the show do. So yeah. we'll go through a lull where we get to read some of them, okay? Okay, this one comes from, we've still got a lot of people who came over from the NL cast community. And Amen. we love having y'all yeah, over. Right. Thank you so much. Hey, Pass Assault people, you can leave us reviews too. <laughs> yeah. Now remember, all Only of ours, five stars. All of ours are five stars, yes. by the way. We're not trying to hurt anybody's ratings, okay? <laughs> yes. You can get mad at us because we don't hate the Super Bowl last time right. show. It bothers me every time I look at our ratings that one guy gave us a one star. We got you know? two. We got two. Oh, we do? Remember Coffee oh, Time? That's 18? right. I forgot Coffee Time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, we got two bad ones. Yeah. But, got you know. two bad ones. Anyway. Which is way less than I figure we should probably deserve. <laughs> you know? I think it's just amazing we have as many five star ratings <laughs> exactly. as we do. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway. This one comes from D Hendrick twenty six. All uh, right. The title of the review is "Great Listen, Five Stars." I'm so glad I found this podcast a couple weeks ago. I'm currently catching up on previous episodes. I just finished the Dragon Booty episode, and I'm definitely on board for joining your cult. Amen. All right. <laughs> Welcome, brother D Hendrick twenty six. So glad to have you <laughs> yes. on board. <laughs> How do you feel about ghost sex and public pooping? <laughs> the two main tenets of our cult. Yes. <laughs> okay. And John, last week we had some voicemails. Yeah. This week we have some more voicemails. Voicemails are going to the moon, baby. They we are. are it, it it took a long time for it to gain momentum. <laughs> but the voicemails, that's where it's at. I've been saying that number for two years now. People are finally calling in. Well, let's hear what they had to say this week. All right. We got a text message, too. I didn't know you could get text. Oh, wow. But you can get text messages. Okay. So, Hey, it's uh, Jacqueline calling up in Canada. Uh, one little thing I just wanted to point out. There is no L in the word frustrated. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, you have a solid point there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I confirm. Just check to make sure. No L's in frustrated. Okay. I'm sitting here at the Google Translate, and uh, it, the Google didn't put an L in, okay. yeah. in frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> the English language is broad, yeah. and it's ever-evolving, right? Yes. And it's wild that we speak the same English as other people. Yes. Um, so, yes, frustrated is technically not a word. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. 
But I would also say that if you knew what we meant, then it really is a word, right? You know? <laughs> well, I was about to say. Like we invented a word, and we deserve credit for that. When I was a kid, I was constantly told that ain't's not a word. I was too. But you can look it up in the dictionary now. Yeah, People right. use it. It's a word now. Isn't ain't, it? ain't is 100% a word. <laughs> yes. Ain't nobody going to tell me it ain't a word. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Jacqueline, thank you for listening. All the way from Canada. Yes. Our neighbors to the north. Much better English than down in the southeast. Way, way better English. I will give you that. Way <laughs> better English. And I will try to do better but uh, I can't promise right? <laughs> because I'm operating on a standard public education here. Of Alabama public and FY, education. It's an Alabama public right. education. So Alabama is like the Canada of the South, right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have maple syrup. We have barbecue sauce. Okay. All right. And here's another one. So you put my last voicemail on the show. I don't expect you to put this one on the show, but I just thought about it. And I think Tiny would make a great Visco girl on TikTok. Just think about it. Okay. okay. Two things. One, we did put that voicemail on the show. Yes, absolutely. Don't challenge us. Number two, I absolutely would make a good Visco girl That's on TikTok. Right. You would. As soon as you explained to me what a Visco girl is. You don't know what Visco girls <laughs> no. are? Oh, Tiny, you're behind the times. I man. am. I am. Uh, Visco is like a, it's like a social media thing, I think. Uh, and like. Sounds like you don't really know what it is. Teenage either. girls is basically. Yeah, I know what it is. Trust me. Cause Libby explained to me. So <laughs> okay. Visco is a social media type thing. And it's like a photo editing or whatever, and girls model on it and all that. And they have a look. Okay. You know, they like wear their uh, hair bands on their arm, you know, like on their wrists and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like big clunky tennis shoes and, you know, I don't know, whatever teenage girls. I quit paying attention to teenage (laughs) girls a long time ago. All right. Yeah. Not because of any state mandated thing. Let's get that out there. I quit paying attention to them when I turned 18 because (laughs) I can't go to prison. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah. So maybe you should, Tiny. Yeah, maybe I should. Yeah. Libby can explain Visco Girls to you. Okay. So ask her at church. Not Disco Girl. Not Disco Girl. It's a completely different type of girl. Okay. I know a lot about Disco Girls. So I think that about does it for this week. You got anything else? No, just thanks for listening, everybody. We love all of y'all. And, you know, I know that you make a little bit of a time commitment to us each week. And that means more than I could ever probably put into words. And, you know, speaking on behalf of Tiny, I know he feels that way, too. Absolutely. And to have people like Jacqueline call in from Canada, (laughs) it blows my mind. Somebody from Canada listens to me. It embarrasses me a little bit, too, (laughs) you know, that there are people all over the world and some of the stuff I've said have heard that and that's <laughs> wild to me but uh, you know Jacqueline and everybody just tell other people about the show if you think we're funny yes. if you think we're fun to make fun of mm-hmm. whatever you know we just want people to listen to us and because it's really frustrating <laughs> when right. someone won't tell their friends about our show wait till she hears me try to say <laughs> specific <laughs> without thinking about it you yes. know 
But, you know, like the world's so dark and gloomy these days. And, you know, we just want to bring a little bit of happiness to people's lives. And if we can do that, then that I feel like we've done a great job with this podcast. And if you can help us bring a little joy to somebody, then do it. And, you know, just tell them about it. At the very least, tell them to download the podcast and play it on the, the two times slower speed so you can hear <laughs> me sound like a drunk Huckleberry Hound. And then call in to help us with our English yeah, because right. we can't afford to tutor. No, I can't at all. <laughs> yes, Jacqueline, you just tutor me on English. I know how I sound. Yeah. It is wild. And I have a, like a professional job sometimes. And this is how I sound when I conduct <laughs> business. So I had to speak before the city council in Aliceville, Alabama the other night. Wild. Totally wild, by the way. And uh, and I stood right up there and was like, hey, we need some help on getting this issue fixed. You know, just <laughs> like the redneck that I am. It was wild. So, so frustrating. It was very frustrating. <laughs> it was. All right. Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, we're on them all. That's right. If you would like to write into the show, we are Earth, Earth Oddity. We are Earth Oddity at, at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity try on to, Twitter. Try to find me on Twitter. But Still you'll fail. The people, only a couple have. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you would like to look at pictures, sometimes we post pictures, and you can look at those underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. That's right. And if all of that fails, you can, hey, you can still give us a call. You can correct us on our grammar. You can tell us what we should be doing on TikTok. Yeah, whatever. What's that phone number? The number is 662-493-2059. So that is 662-493-2059. The most popular way our listeners contact us. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.